Hi, good morning and welcome to the ZP Vlog and Podcast. We like to do this every Sunday at about 8am London time and it's really just a kind of wrap up from the news from this week. So last week we actually did an extra um, ZP Developer Zone webinar and in that we covered um, somebody troubleshooting a pH um, sensor. They definitely weren't getting the kind of sensitivity that they really should be getting. Um, we actually tested... Um, I think for that webinar, we, we, before we'd shipped them their sensors, we'd actually tested the batch anyway. So I was able to kind of um, show them what we kind of data we got and what kind of data they got. I think what happens quite a lot is people um, sort of develop their own electronics and they get in a new sensor. And so, you know, you've kind of got two things that are new to you. The sensors are probably new to you and the electronics are possibly new to you as well. And it doesn't mean that these two things kind of um, go together. So... Um, you know, I do give people advice about that. I mean, sometimes that kind of advice is, is a, I don't want to say strategic, it's definitely tactical, let's say. But, you know, at ZP, we are quite good at that. You know, it's people kind of, you know, oh, something's not working, it must be this. And it's like, no, you've got to sort of think a little bit wider than that. So we did cover that. Um, something else that I also covered as well was also wire sensors. At ZP, we do have a lot of sensors that are in this kind of transdermal mode. So a transdermal mode means that theoretically they can kind of um, go through the skin, reside in the interstitial fluid, and then people can kind of continuously monitor in those kind of applications. And then something else that we did discuss in an extra webinar um, last Sunday was actually circular electrodes. So they are very popular um, in the R&D community um, because effectively you can just go and pipette onto them, a pipette, a little micro drop, the micro drop spreads out and sort of dry. So they're kind of easy to, to use and easy to handle. So we did do an extra, as I say, webinar um, last week um, on that. Um, something else that we um, we also um, this week did an um, an extra webinar on um, screen printed electrodes. So at the moment we're doing a webinar on um, Mondays on what's called Sense It All, on Tuesdays on Julie, on Wednesdays on Food Sense, on Thursdays on ZP Technology Stack in general. And then we have put in an extra webinar for Fridays on screen printed electrodes. So this week we did talk about, somebody wanted um, two working electrodes on a screen printed electrode. Um, we don't have it, but I did um, add some extra value by sort of talking about um, how we do essentially multiplexing. Um, I, asked, I asked them a few questions online. They, were, um, they answered them and then I kind of gave them some um, ideas in the webinar about that. Somebody else wanted a gold, platinum, and silver, silver chloride um, screen printed electrode. You know, at ZP, our kind of our mindsets are sort of different. You know, that um, we do try to guide people towards solutions that are scalable and um, you know can be commercialized. And so I sort of talked to them about the costs of introducing um, having two noble metals on a screen printed electrode. I suppose when I put it like that, that might help explain that that's intrinsically be quite expensive not very scalable but you know i explained it and then i also gave them some solutions as to actually they could have an external um counter electrode so i will see i'll wait for some feedback um on that um something else as well that sort of um came up one of our webinars um somebody was actually asking about the phosphate sensor and they were right because with our phosphate sensor our data as we increase the phosphate concentration our data kind of goes in a increasingly um, uh, positive direction, which is counterintuitive because um, it's a negative um, anion. Well, an anion is negative. 
Um, and I explained, look, we just wired up the electrodes around the wrong way where the auxiliary and working, we, we actually pretty had it, we had it um, wired up the wrong way around. But otherwise the signal was correct. It was just had the wrong um, sign on it. Um, I also said to them, look, I put an extra data sheet up on that as well. So we did put um, some extra data around that. As I say, we do have our um, weekly webinar on FoodSense on every Wednesday. And this week was quite nice because actually we covered um, a different analyte this week, which was called um, um, ginger or gingerol, um, which is something we don't often discuss. And we also discussed something called um, TAS, total antioxidative status. This is really good for measuring um, shelf life of foods as well. Um, so we do say to people, look, you know, come to our webinars on FoodSense. You know, obviously, obviously we, we cover chili quite heavily, but at the same time now we've expanded into ginger and now we've also expanded into total antioxidative um, status as well. Um, something else that we're um, covering quite a lot as well is that we've really kind of expanded our range of screen printed electrodes. Um, as I say, we've kind of got two additional screen printed electrodes in the portfolio because people are very interested in circular electrodes. And so we did do a, um, a particular webinar this week on data science for biosensitive developers. And I mean, in that webinar, it's kind of nice because we actually start, started with the, with the old adage, you know, rubbish in, rubbish out. So with data science, you need good, essentially good input. And that really starts with the screen printed electrode. So I think we were able to really emphasize that, you know, you do need good screen printed electrodes in order to have um, good um quality of data in order to then do data science upon that. Um, and then um, some other news from ZP this week, we well, are preparing for our webinar on Thursday. So every Thursday, I mean, I, you know, we do do our webinar for technical questions. If you have a technical question on ZP, there's a contact us button on the pages, reach out to it because you will find that, you know, questions that come in do get answered in our weekly webinars. And if it really gets so much material for a weekly webinar we end up doing it on a sunday as well um this is more for our kind of corporate um clients but we do do on-site um workshops where we construct um generation one glucose sensors generation two glucose sensors ketone sensors we do a lot of the theory we do a lot of um, practical applications of voltammetry so it's a very different kind of workshop in terms of we are not um taking a very academic look at this and things that you know we're actually taking a very practical and commercial perspective on this and I think that can only really come from a company like us who is constantly in the biosensor development biosensor manufacturing um, role something else that I was quite excited about this week as well is we um, we have this platform called sense it all sense it all kind of says sensor to cloud and we use that with uh, clients to kind of get them to products and markets and um, really swiftly and um, we've increased it now by actually having a wearable application to that, which is a, um, a very elegant watch, which actually then attaches to our um, biosensors. So if you've got um, a wearable application like you know, pH, lactate, glucose, you'll, you'll find that we're able to deliver a, um, essentially the electronics and the sensor in a very wearable format, including a watch um, format. So I just want to kind of do a quick um, summary. So at ZP, it was nice that somebody made a comment the other day online that said, well, you are extremely innovative. And I and I, I appreciate the comment because I think it's correct. We are very innovative. We're also very commercially focused. And by that, I mean, you know, even with, with, with clients or advising, we're all the time thinking, 
can I really scale this for manufacturing? Can I really make a product out of this? And I think that makes us very different from others because you'll go to them and say, oh, look, I want an electrode that's two working electrodes. One of them's platinum, one of them's gold, one of them's silver chloride. You know, the counter electrode is carbon. And it's like, wow, okay, that's a complexity. So rather than kind of talking to people and trying to understand the motivations for this complexity, people say, oh, I'll just do it for you. And then, but it actually leads them down the wrong route. But at ZP, I think we're different. You know, we will talk to people, find out what the motivations are, um, and then advise them. Because even if that person doesn't take that idea or product to market, somebody reading the paper or somebody else in the group might want to. And so science, for its science to really impact society, it has to be sustainable. But sustainable also means um, it's commercialized and it's able to add value to society. And when you add value to society, there's what's called a transfer of money as well. So that commercialization is really a sort of, uh, I think we're the only people really who talk about this and say, okay, when we're giving you advice, it's because we want you one day to be successful in a business. And that said, I'll wrap up from this week. If you've got any um, questions of ZP, don't hesitate to reach out to us. Um, we have, as I say, about five webinars a week. We have the large um workshops or sorry large live streaming webinars once a month as well on all our products and so there's plenty of places to find and meet us and just as a quick last comment um, we are going to medica this week so medica is a large medical diagnostics conference um pre-covid there were like 150,000 people going there's like 5,000 exhibitors so um, reach out to us if you want to meet us at medica okay thanks very much